evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. You guys are wonderful. Thank you so much for your email and your love. I read them. I love them. I respond back. It might be a couple days, but sometimes I, it takes me a little bit, but I'm responding back. It's been busy in this private practice of mine. And so uh, I'm trying to balance all of that out. And it's, uh, it is a, a really interesting adjustment that I'm loving. I'm loving at this time. And I'm learning a lot from uh, as it is pushing me to develop new skills. I like those moments in my life that help me do that. So this is one of them. Tonight is about, oh, something that I can never talk enough about because I think it's a very important transition in one's life, which is a breakup. I've been reflecting on a recent conversation I've had with one of my patients and she was basically saying that she has a difficulty with breakups and and this discussion went on for some time, but it got me thinking about what happens. What's the most difficult thing about a breakup? And it's not really walking away, but it is about staying away. Staying away is whew, uh, intense on the psyche. You know, the person doesn't even have to reach out and try to get your attention. <laughs> you will, on the inside, replay the past, replay the good times as a way to re-experience the warmth of that relationship or the warmth of connection in general. Our memories work best from retrieving a past, not the future. So I can't retrieve a future relationship. So I'll have to retrieve the past and the most current usually. And to bring back that feeling of connection, the feeling of warmth, of value within me, I might want to do that. I might want to bring out the past. When we break up with someone, the self-esteem drops tremendously. It doesn't matter how good your self-esteem is. It doesn't matter if you are the one that left. Self-esteem drops uh, and it's impacted heavily by a breakup. A lot of the times we'll do funny things to try to relieve ourselves from the pain. We might move into another relationship really quickly uh, in choosing the new person, we might remove a lot of our standards, all of which to just quickly patch up that self-esteem instead of experiencing the pain of having to experience our low self-esteem based on those beliefs that we have about ourselves that are prompted when we break up with someone and getting ourselves out of it which is actually a very important process. We want to get ourselves out of the self-esteem, the low self-esteem that we're experiencing, build ourselves up. Now, a lot of us, when we jump into something too quickly, we don't have the opportunity to work on that building. We're taking a shortcut. That's what we're doing when we are getting with someone a little too soon or when we are returning to someone a little too soon. A lot of the times we want to believe that a person has changed. And we really want to believe that, not for their sake, but for ours. <laughs> uh, because in our sake, we have difficulty accepting. And this is, this is a very common thing. We have difficulty really truly accepting fully that the person is just who they are. And what they've shown you is exactly who they are. 
And sometimes we want to make them better in our mind so they can fit into a category or into a frame of reference of what we actually want in a relationship. And so in order for us to make them fit, we will stop seeing characteristics about them that they've shown us, right? Whether it's infidelity, whether it's inconsistency, whether it's abuse, they, they you know, verbal or emotional, they, we, they'll show us these things, but we will not see them. We will refuse to see them because somewhere along the line, we've learned that if you love someone, that you have to tolerate this because I love this person. I cannot leave them. And this is a belief, unfortunately, that I've heard quite a bit is that if I love someone, I don't feel like it makes sense for me to leave them right? If I love th- someone, I'm going to stay there uh, because that's my job is, you know, it's not to leave. How do you love someone and leave? Those two concepts have not married into the psyche of that person who says that, is that uh, for me to leave and still want, I still love that person. Can I love that person and still leave? And so that's that's tricky. That's really tricky. And so we will continue to relive this belief over and over again. We'll go back to that person over and over again. We'll even believe words, right? At this point, we've heard so many words from that person, perhaps about how they're going to change, how they didn't mean what they did. They truly loved us, blah, blah, blah. All of these things are going to be said and we are not willing to wait to see if in fact this person will produce anything different. We're so in a hurry to believe it's true without seeing evidence of it. And we return prematurely. I'm not a fan of people walking away from relationships. I'm not a fan of people running away from relationships. However, in a lot of cases, in a lot of cases, a person shows you who they are and They give you a lot of evidence that supports that they're not consistent, that they uh, don't find you and your relationship a priority, that they have no respect for commitment, they have no um, desire to inconvenient themselves, they want the cake and they want to eat it too, Uh, the whole bakery, darn it, (laughs) and they're, they're there in that position and we are looking at them and we just don't want to believe it. They give and give us everything, but we just don't want to believe it. And again, they might tell us that they're ready. Our self-esteem usually is so wounded, we're not willing to wait to see if they're ready, if they're truly going to step up and do what needs to happen uh, to get back into the relationship in a healthy way. So walking away and staying away when you have determined that this person is inconsistent, they've harmed, betrayed, um, broken every <laughs> trust or secrecy in a, in a uh, relationship, if they've done all that and you are still finding it hard to walk away, well, a lot of the times we are waiting to feel less love for that person before we start walking away from them. We want to feel less hope for them before we start walking away. And that will not happen. 
the truth is a lot of us, even when we're walking away, uh, if we're doing it with wisdom, it is done also from a place of love. A lot of the times walking away is walking away with love. And now staying away becomes about transcending the emotion that I'm feeling, which is my low self-esteem, my low self-concept, everything else that's, that's, uh, I'm missing this person. I am loving this person. Uh, but I know darn well what happened. Like all of this has to get integrated into our psyche. We're not separating or dividing things to feel better. We are integrating. I still love that person, but they have wronged me. And then walking away and staying away is a task of transcendence. I have to transcend the feeling that would usually come in and go beyond it, right? So the idea is that I have to understand that my love for that person doesn't necessarily mean to return and continue to suffer in that relationship, but rather to step away, protect myself as well as protect that person from continued um, acceptance of behavior that I know in the end will result in resentment and result in emotional abuse. So in a lot of ways, we are protecting the other person as well when we step away and walk away. Because I know I've accepted that they're not going to change, not in my, not, not in my, uh, on my terms, <laughs> in my timeline. They have their own way of accepting things. So I've accepted that they're going to, they're going to be that way. And I've also accepted that I deserve more in this lifetime and I can still love them and want more elsewhere. So it is very important for me to address that it's not just about walking away. That is not the hardest decision of all. The hardest decision usually becomes staying away. The person is also going to be inflicted with low self-esteem during that time, especially if you're walking away. Even if they want it, they're still going to be inflicted with that low self-esteem. And so they're going to also go through the same motions. They're going to want to quickly patch things up, to quickly fix things. And so they're going to reach to mend things sooner than needed. Now, that can happen. And it happens more often than not. But the important part to remember is that on my end, what is it that I want to do when the person comes back? Will I choose to accept them from a place of low self-esteem? Or will I choose to accept them from a place of healthy, positive self-esteem that allows the person to know that they need to change? And things need to change, period. And also, I need to change. It's not always about the other person. Things about me need to change, whether I need to put better boundaries in, whether I need to establish better self-acceptance, self-esteem, so this way my my confidence gets boosted up and I'm able to deal with a relationship in a different way. Whatever needs to happen, you know, needs to happen on both ends. Change needs to occur on both ends. But... When the universe decides to separate two people because it's gotten so bad, right, that two people repel one another, at that point, we need to take the hint and just bend the knee. (laughs) Just take the hint, bend the knee, and then give it time. Just give it more time and uh, watch what happens. I think we're so afraid to to not see any change that we take a person a little too soon. We're so afraid to accept 
that this person may not step up and do the work, that we take them back a bit too soon. And there lies in the problem. And the problem becomes uh, a cycle. They come in and out of our lives. We accept them too soon. We break up again, accept them again, break up again, accept them again. And that just becomes uh, an ongoing thing. So this is truly about finding within us a tremendous amount of self-love. Just actually, I'm, I'm even happy with a little self-love. Enough self-love to step back, allow the person to take care of themselves and to experience, right, the consequences of what they've done. The best way a person learns is when they experience the effect of what they have caused, right? The effect of what they have caused. This is the best way any human being learns. When this process happens a little too soon, we take shortcuts on this, then we don't fully experience the discomfort that comes from us uh, doing things uh, that were not good, right? And then eventually uh, resulting in, in pushing a person away that we actually cared about and loved. I hope that makes sense. So it's really important for everybody here who's going through a breakup and is deciding to stay away to really reflect on the love that is needed to set someone free and allow them to experience the discomfort that comes as a consequence from mistreating somebody they loved, somebody they uh, were supposed to honor in some form, right? They need to experience that discomfort in order for them to decide whether they need to change or not. In a lot of ways, the consequence of us leaving and staying away becomes the way that the universe teaches the lesson it's supposed to teach through us. We are a part of that lesson. We're not the whole thing, but a lot of our ego would like us to think that we are the whole lesson and we're going to be teaching it. But no, 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 my friends, we are only the, we are only a, a tool to help this person become more in alignment with the, their highest self. We just become that tool. We're the representation of love. We're the representation of uh, what is great in this world and what is good for them, right? Let's say that that is what you are, is a representation of what is good for them, but they don't want it, right? There's a consequence that needs to happen to balance the universe out. There's a consequence that needs to happen where if they do not see it, see you as the gift from the universe that you are, they have to experience the discomfort of being without that gift, and this is how, at times, this becomes a catalyst for us to change and to really look and shift looking inwards to make changes that we need to make, to understand ourselves better, to understand what happened better, right? But we step away, we don't step away with vengeance, we don't step away with ugliness, we don't step away with unkindness, we step away with love. We step away with love for all involved, for myself and for the other person. In order for this to work, in order for things to balance out beautifully, for people to come back changed, they have to be let loose. 
our ego and our selfishness will not allow us to leave them without our influence on them. We need the control over them to some extent and over their change. But when we truly surrender their change and leave it up to them, then this becomes a true act of love. A true act of love. This person gets to change on their own accord. And if they decide, this is why it becomes even a more uh, a more loving experience. When this person decides to change and they come back, they come back free. Free to love and free uh, from having to ever blame you for anything because they came back on their own accord to make the changes they need to change here. Now, this is not to place blame on one person or another. But let's say whatever that repelled this relationship apart, two people have to work on themselves. Two people have to be in alignment with what the universe is asking them to do to deliver the most fair consequence to whatever actions were performed. So if a person mistreats me, uh, what is the fair consequence to, to be here? I don't want to keep going back to a person that I know is going to mistreat me again uh, a little too soon, going back to that person and going back and going back and going back before I actually start to accept the truth of the matter in this at this moment that they're that, that this is where they're at and I need to step back to allow them that to change on their own timeline. It is not on my timeline, it is on their own timeline. And that's where we become selfless. We become kind. We become generous. When we allow a person with love to leave our life, we stop attempting to control their change. We stop attempting to um, keep them, but nag, 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 which is a form of control in a relationship. That's what it is. Nag, nag, nag. Some people call it communication, but that's not what I call it. We only need to communicate it one time if the, if if it needs to be said. But it doesn't. If I keep saying it and saying it and saying it, I'm just not accepting what this person is delivering. At which point, I'm trying to control. It's not a it's not a selfless act here. It's a very selfish act, right? Nagging is a very selfish act. I just cannot accept that the person has free will, and you know, at this point, I want to control rather than me decide what I want to do based on what I've observed. And I need everybody to make that decision to set themselves free and set the other person free. They're allowed to behave or misbehave. I'm allowed to see it and I'm allowed to deliver the fair consequence that I'm supposed to be delivering, right? That I'm supposed to be delivering. So at this point, I'm not doing this out of uh, vengeance. I'm doing this out of love. The consequence would be if you're going to harm this thing I'm giving you, I'm going to take it away so I can protect this thing that I'm giving you, which is my love. I'm going to take it away to protect my love for you instead of keeping it there having you mistreat it, and then eventually I resent you or hate you. So let me take this love away. Let me take the warmth away. And then allow this person to be free to experience the consequence and the discomfort of having lost that warmth, having lost that warmth that we provided for them. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. And I really wanted to... to address this because it's been a theme that's been coming in and out of session is is how do how do I how do I leave but leaving is not the biggest issue here I'm finding I'm finding that the biggest issue almost always uh, is staying away and why do people not stay away and what does it mean to truly stay away because as you 
hopefully have found out, staying away is an act, is the ultimate act of love, is the ultimate act of selflessness and generosity. But our need for control, unfortunately, our low self-esteem will not allow us to set this person free and experience all those benefits of being set free to to discover the effect of what they have caused. And that is how justice is brought back in the universe. So please allow balance to occur. All we do is do it from a place of love. Align with love and make those decisions based on that. And when you really look deeply and look from a place or from a place of love, you will see that it's not about holding on tight. It's not about um, self-dishonesty. It's not about control. It's about freedom. It's about surrendering. And it's about the highest good for all. It is important at this time to note that the person of interest here may also not return. And they are allowed to be there. We have to allow in our psyche the possibility or the absolute fact that the person has a free will to choose to come back to you or not. They're allowed to be there. In their path to healing, as you will release them and wish them that, they may not choose you as the outcome of that. They may heal aspects of themselves, and it is possible. When they get onto their path of healing, you may not be the primary choice. That has to be allotted for in our psyche. It does not mean that we are not valuable, that we are not worthy. In fact, that is that is the opposite of that. The truth is, they are allowed to choose what they do when they have healed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we really have to surrender the outcome here. There's no control over it. And really, that's part of our acceptance, is that we have no control over the outcome. We release the outcome, first and foremost, of the person's healing. Now, we can have the desire for the person to come back, but in all reality, I really want you to work on just releasing the outcome. I hope this helps you wherever you're at in your journey and really helps you understand something that I think is important for all of us to understand, which is uh, the importance of not just walking away, but staying away when it is the right time. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love and light and the understanding that there is no ownership in love. For love to exist, it must be truly free. This has been an episode of Drive Through.